So Harvey Weinstein is, um, he was convicted yesterday. Um, let's go on and get right into it. I want to, I want to go into it from Bill Cosby's perspective because he had his publicist come out and speak on his behalf. And, you know, um, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think we all knew. I think we all knew that Harvey was not going to get off. I mean, that just wasn't going to happen. Um, there's, there's no way Harvey was going to come out of this unscathed. Um, I personally believe Harvey Weinstein's going to die in prison. I think he's going to die early. He doesn't, he does not look good at all. Um, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. So here's, here's the article. Bill Cosby's rep says Harvey Weinstein conviction is a sad day in the American judicial system. Bill Cosby's spokesperson shared a lengthy note on the disgraced comedian's Instagram page, page criticizing the justice system for convincing, convicting Harvey Weinstein. On Monday, a Manhattan jury found Weinstein guilty on two of five charges related to sexual assault, meaning he now faces as many as 25 years in prison. Cosby, who was convicted in 2018, is currently serving 3 to 10 years for drugging and molesting Andrea Constant at his Philadelphia home in 04. Cosby's spokesman, Andrew Wyatt, released a statement on the conviction, which he posted to the disgraced celebrity's social media accounts. In it, he not only criticizes the Weinstein verdict, but the hashtag MeToo movement as well. This is not uh, shocking because these jurors were not sequestered, which gave them access to media coverage and the sentiments of public opinion. There's no way you would have anyone believed that Mr. Weinstein was going to receive a fair and impartial trial. Also, this judge showed that he wanted a conviction by sending the jurors back to deliberate after they were hung on many of the courts. Here's a question that should haunt all Americans, especially wealthy and famous men. Where do we go in this country to find fairness and impartiality in the judicial system? And where do we go in this country to find due process? Lastly, if the hashtag MeToo movement isn't just about Becky, uh, in parentheses, white women, I would challenge hashtag MeToo and ask them to go back 400 years and tarnish the names of those oppressors that raped slaves. This is a very sad day in the American judicial system. All right. <clears throat> so, um, there is more to the article. Um, now, feel how you feel about Bill Cosby. But he does make good points. Bill Cosby, you know, he talked about how he said, you know, he believed that Harvey was innocent. And if not that, then at the very least received an impartial trial. I will agree with Bill Cosby on that. That he received an impartial trial. When it comes to when it comes to rape cases, it's hard to get a fair trial. When you have all these people against you, and you are seen, see, here's the thing: if you side with the accuser, if you side with the accuser, things go well for you, and you're not seen as a bad person. But if you question them, and you say, and you ultimately side, um, with 
the accused, you're seen as a horrible person and a rape apologist. It's horrible. And I, I, I mean, I remember Harvey was coming out of court one day and he, someone asked him a question. They said, Harvey, how do you feel about the, about the trial? And he said, I feel good. I feel confident. And I don't think he actually believed that. Um, I mean, he, supposedly he was surprised at his conviction. I don't know how you could be surprised. You have all this momentum going against you. And it's like, okay, well, I don't really know what to make of this. Um, it's just, it's just not, it's not going to work. Let me, let me go down in the article. Weinstein was found guilty of a criminal sex act for assaulting production assistant Mimi Halei at his apartment in 06 and third degree rape of a woman in 2013. The jury found him not guilty on the most serious charge, predatory sexual assault, which would have resulted in a life sentence. He was ordered by to, he was ordered to jail by the judge immediately after the conviction. The verdict followed weeks of often harrowing and excruciatingly, excruciatingly graphic testimony from a string of accusers who told of rapes, forced oral sex, groping, masturbation, lewd propositions, and that's Hollywood excuses from Weinstein about how the casting couch works. The jury of seven men and five women handed down the verdict on Monday after five days of deliberation. Um, but it's it's hard to get a fair trial because I know I talk about this a lot, but it's because I'm passionate about it. Being accused of something is is very and something as serious as rape. It's like okay, let's make sure let's make sure we get this right. And getting this right doesn't just mean siding with the person who is the accuser automatically. It's about it's about due process. It's about evidence. That's 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 what it's about. And I don't know. Here's here's the thing. Here's where I disagree with Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby talked about where's that line. Here's the question right here. Here's a question that should haunt all Americans, especially wealthy and famous men. Where do we go in this country to find fairness and impartiality in the judicial system? And where do we go in this country to find due process? Now, I'm going to say this. When you are rich, when you're when you're wealthy, there are areas where you are cut some slack. You just get a slap on the wrist. Whereas those who aren't rich and don't have the same level of uh, defense attorneys and the same number of resources, they get they get a harder uh, they get a harder sentence. So that's where I disagree with Bill Cosby because there are some places where you know here's the thing you hear that you hear the phrase all the time more money more problems okay so and you can call this sexist or whatever but here's the thing. Yeah. Just in term just in terms of sexual sexual assault stuff. Here's the thing. Women they desire males resources. That's why us guys we get 
Not, we try to get nice houses, nice cars, good, well-paying jobs. That's because that's we we know that that is how you get the woman. Okay, so they so women desire people with men with lots of resources. Okay, so these wealthy men have many resources, so they know that. Okay, if you know. If I can get some attention and I can say that this person did this, I can get some of their resources. I'm not saying all women do this. And I'm not saying that only women do this. I'm not saying that. Okay, people, you know, when people feel like there's an opportunity to sue, many will many will take it because they'll be like, man, this is, even if I don't win, they may just settle and I'll get something. And something is better than nothing. So, you can't really, this is, this is very difficult. This is, this is very difficult. And I saw a comment somewhere. I saw a comment somewhere where it talked about, well, let me, let me go to that one. The jury was of seven men and five women handed down. The verdict on Monday after being after five days of deliberating, someone said, "What if it was an all? Um, what would have happened if it was an all women um, jury, or what would have happened if it was an all male jury?" And I thought that was an interesting question, and I honestly, I honestly believe even if it was all male, if it was all male, Harvey would not have gotten off entirely. I just, I don't believe that. Um, the, these are just extremely hard cases and I don't want to say the Me Too movement is over. I think it's, I think it's just very low and it's, it, there's not much, there's not as much attention being paid to it now. Um, but it's, it's very difficult. These, these situations there's usually there's no witnesses and the i think a big problem with it is that you have people who how can i put this you have people out there who believe like okay well let me put this in some context my mom and dad uh, they were talking last night and they were talking about how, cause I, cause on the news they talked about Bill Cosby's statement and they said, okay, you know, that was his mistake. That was Bill Cosby's mistake of talking about how he, how he admitted to having sex with those women. And I was like, well, here's the thing. If you're accused and you indeed had, you indeed did have sex with that individual, you are you're better off saying that you did have sex but it was consensual because the question is going to come up did you have sex with so and so it's like that famous question that Bill Clinton got asked did you have sex with Monica Lewinsky and he's like i did not have sex with that woman so this this stuff is this stuff is very difficult, and I, I, 
I hate talking about it, but it, it needs to be discussed. Um, how do we, how do we fix this? I don't really know. I don't really know because it's, it's pretty much one person's words against another. And to me, it's like, okay, there need, here's the way I see things there because rape is a very serious accusation. It's an extremely serious accusation. And just having your name tied to the word rape, or I should say rapist, or sexual assaulter, or pedophile, those are strong words in our society. And just having your name tied to that, it pretty much ruins your life. That's that like that's really it after that. And it's 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 just unfortunate. So to me it's like okay, do you have irrefutable evidence that this man did it or that this individual did it? That to me is huge. And when it comes to when it comes to false allegations, I am a proponent of those individuals getting uh, sent to prison for, I mean, I look at it this way. Okay, how long, let's say the guy was convicted, okay? How long would, um, how long would his sentence have been? Okay, if he gets off and it's proved that she's lying, and I'm just saying, if it's proved that she's lying, okay? Because there are, there are occasions where, uh, there are people who get off and it's not that it's it's just, it's just that there's not enough evidence but when i'm saying when it's found that the person is lying where some where people come out and say you know what i lied okay in cases like that and in other cases where it's discovered that the person lies the accuser lies they get the same number of years as the rapist the alleged rapist I'm a proponent of that. And and many I find this is popular a feminine this is a popular feminist belief and um why they're not proponents of that. They say, okay, well, if you have that, then women are gonna be even more afraid to come forward because if because if they're seen as liars and they're gonna they're afraid that they're gonna go to prison. And I think I think that's an I think that's an interesting point to make. But here's here's the thing. When you have a, when you have a situation, I, I, well, let me say this. With any group in society, there are pros and cons of being part of that group. There just are. You know, if you're, if you're a kid, you know, you may get, you know, you don't get as harsh a sentence. You know, you're seen as, oh, you know, they're just learning. They're still developing. They don't really quite know right from wrong yet. You know, there's just all these different groups. Have, have certain pros and cons. And here's the thing. I'm not a woman, okay? But when you are a woman and a woman just sheds some tears, it's immediately, pe- most people will rush to the defense of the woman. They'll be like, oh my God, 
What happened? Are you okay? How can we help you? That's one of the benefits of being a woman. If you just shed some tears and you show you show some emotion, then it then it's perceived that okay, you're the victim. That's that's what is perceived. Okay. When you have and that's that's kind of, that's see that's kind of the hard part because you have it's like this. Women women will often say, "Okay, we want equal rights." And when they say that, I don't really know what that means because I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out where their rights are not equal. They may talk about pay, but that has been debunked multiple times over, okay? So I don't I don't want to hear about the gender wage gap because it's just a load of uh garbage. So it's it's like this. It's pretty much okay for women to hit men. It's it's pretty much okay. Men are not allowed to even put their hands up and grab the woman to prevent the woman from hitting them. It's like if you're a guy, you have to put your hands behind your back and like run from the woman or like put your hands in the air and not even try to touch the woman, but it's like a woman is able to to hit you. And there are times where women, they, and there there are many videos of this on YouTube. And I'm not saying that all women do this. I, that's not what I'm saying at all, because that's not true. But there are women who literally will say, they'll be in the man's face screaming, hit me, hit me, hit me. And they'll keep doing it. And even then, they may also be hitting the guy and saying, Hit me back, I dare you. Hit me back, I dare you. And it's like, okay, now don't be stupid because you say you want equal, you say you want equal rights. And it's like, okay, so would that involve if you can hit us, can men hit women? I mean, is that, is that what women want? Because it really isn't what they want. They may, they may say that, they may claim that, that they want equality in terms of um, you know what, let me just ask this. If you're a woman, can you please reach out to me and explain to me what equal rights mean? Please explain that to me. Because even like even in in terms of in terms of like racial racial relations, people talk about, you know, how blacks how minorities still don't have equal rights, the same rights as white people do. And I don't know what that means. Because it's like it's not true. So either there are there are just rights that I don't know about, like I like I'm 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 at a I'm at a loss in that area. So please explain that to me. Do women want to be drafted? And I know I'm going. I know I'm veering here, but I'm just I'm curious. I'm I'm just extremely curious. But. That's one of the advantages of being a woman. And if you're a man, if it's a man, if it's between a man and a woman, the man is a, is presumed to be um, to be guilty. Oh my gosh, she hit me. Okay, that's automatically be- it's pretty much automatically believed, without question. He raped me. It's pretty much automatically believed.
by most people. They did this to me. They did this to me. They did this to me. If a woman just as much as breaks a fingernail when she hits a man, it's almost as if the man, (laughs) just with her breaking a fingernail, had some act of defense to where it's like he hit her and therefore he goes to jail. So it's really kind of it's really kind of ridiculous. So that's just that's just the situation that we have in society. And when Bill Cosby talks about impartiality, is there really such a thing? Is there really such a thing? Because you do have stereotypes. Stereotypes do exist. But remember, stereotypes are rooted in some level of truth. They just are. Um, you know, well, I mean, here's the thing. Harvey Weinstein still has, um, he's in, he's in Rikers right now, which is in New York, but he has, what do you call it? He has another trial. He has another trial over here in LA. That he still has to, you know, go about. And Harvey, you know, Harvey's legal team, they're gonna they're gonna appeal the the ruling. Obviously, it's gonna be to no avail. Um, that's just not gonna happen. Um, but this is this is just this is just hard stuff. And I think his I think um, I think Bill Quest Bill Cosby's question. Is a great mental exercise because in some in some ways, if you're wealthy, if you're wealthy, you benefit from you benefit from the judicial system. You may get off because you have more resources. It's like okay, instead of you going to prison, you know, you just got to do you know you know community service. It's like okay, um, you got to take a course, you got to go to rehab. But there are some people where it's like. It's like, oh, you'll get, you'll get decades in prison. And it's, it's just, it's just a mess. Fame, that, that's another, that's another, you know, factor. Like with Justice, Justice Millett, who appeared in court on Monday and obviously lied again about how he's not guilty. Um, his neck, by the way, his next date in court, I want to say is March 13th or March 16th. I think. Um, but like with, with Jesse Smollett, it's like those, those, those charges were just dropped, like by Ken Fox, just out of nowhere. If that was just regular Joe Blow or Jane Doe, it, that never would have happened. Remember that story I gave about that woman who faked, who like faked a crime, but she didn't get the same treatment as Jesse Smollett. And this was, this was in Chicago. This was in Chicago. The, the same, uh, the same county. So, there are advantages and disadvantages. But with this Me Too movement, um, I don't know what, I don't know what we can do about it. Because I can't think of a way that we can all come to an agreement on, on how to go about these processes. It's ridiculous to just believe, believe the quote unquote victim immediately with like without question. I mean, how stupid is that? 
I always make it personal. If someone accused you of committing a crime, the first question you would have, or the first thing you would say is either, I didn't do it, I'm innocent, something in that variation, and if I did this, where's your proof? Can you prove what, can you prove what you're saying? That's just natural. And it's like these, and it's like many times these women can't really prove that there was rape. They can't really prove that there was sexual assault. It's just, and especially when it's like years down the road. Like, uh, Mimi, like this Mimi girl, the production assistant, um, this happened in 06. There's like, there's, there was no proof of it. It's, it was just her testimony. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. You wanna come, you wanna come out years later, you wanna come out more than a decade later and say, oh, Harvey did this to me. What are you talking about? What, who are you? Where did you come from? Why didn't you say anything? Remember that girl that I, that I talked about who is one of Harvey's accusers where uh, she accused him of like forcing her way into her her room and he like supposedly he was like kissing her and groping her and doing all of that and she was kicking, punching and trying to hit him to get him away. And then when she was questioned, she was she she didn't she didn't immediately go to the police and she was like, well, I didn't know that it was rape. And I didn't know that it was sexual assault, which is just the dumbest defense ever. Because it's like if that if you have to punch, hit and kick someone while they are doing sexual things to you, what do you think that that is? You're not exactly baking cupcakes. You're not exactly in Sunday school. We, we, we just we, got, we have to change the system. We have to change the way this stuff works. People can call this anti-women or you know, I, I I really don't care what you call it. Just think before you actually, you know, before you call it anything. But just just make it pers- just make it personal, and just think about it. If if someone accused you of something, you would want evidence. You'd want clear and irrefutable evidence that you did do this thing. And without that, you would say, okay, you can't prove it. I'm innocent. That's that's just natural. The court of public opinion is so powerful. It's so powerful. Because it's like this. Let's say society was reversed. Let's say let's say whenever whenever uh someone came out and said, "Okay, this person raped me." What if the majority of people just said, "Oh, you know, you're just, you're just a whore. You're just a slut. Let's say that was the majority and that was just the public opinion. Harvey probably would have gotten off. Now, Bill Cosby was talking about sequestering the, uh, sequestering the jurors. Now that I think, that I think is an interesting thought. But here's the thing, this Me Too, this Me Too movement goes back what? Like three, four years? I think? Like 2015, 2016, 2017, somewhere in there? 
this Me Too thing has already been intertwined in the culture. We've we've now got about five years in the in the Me Too era. So even if you had sequestered them, it's almost like you would have had to sequester them for like ever since the beginning. But they've been out of society, they've been working, they've been seeing the news. So sequestering them during the trial wouldn't have done anything. But I think I think this does matter. This really does this really does matter. And I think we just have to change the way we go about these cases. It's it's just not good at all. Okay, so this is a story from ABC News. Um, student airlifted to hospital over alleged altercation with teacher over a juice box. Yes, you heard that correctly. Um, here we go. An 11-year-old boy was airlifted to a hospital and received six stitches to his forehead after an alleged altercation with his teacher during the school day. The alleged incident began last week at Post Elementary School in Houston, Texas, when Kiana Randolph, mother of a fifth grade student, Kamari Williamson, received a phone call from a school nurse saying that her 11-year-old son um, received a phone call from the school nurse saying that her 11-year-old son had been injured in an altercation. Randolph rushed to get her son's school, but when she got there, she discovered that he had a large open wound at least a couple of inches long above his right eyebrow. The injury was even considered bad enough that Williamson was airlifted to Texas Medical Center to be treated. Now that's pretty serious when you're airlifted. Like, airlifted means, like, this is like serious stuff and you are, like, pretty bad. Um, Randolph, however, was horrified when the school officials explained to her how it happened. It was allegedly with a teacher over a juice box. They're, su- they're supposed to be in a safe place while you're at work, and to get this type of reaction of a head being busted open, especially over a juice box, said Randolph. Um, nobody deserves this, especially my son. I would never have thought this would have happened to my kid, which is usually how it is. Randolph said she has seen portions of the school's surveillance footage and was not pleased with what she allegedly saw claiming that the teacher grabbed her son by his hoodie and slammed his head against the counter in the classroom. Um, You see him at one point, my son's feet lift up off the ground, and he is basically being choked. She said, the family's lawyer says that answers need to be given. I have a lot of trust in in the justice system, so I hope this guy is going to be prosecuted for doing something he shouldn't have, the family said the family's attorney. More so, other teachers need to be aware that if you're around children, there are certain ways to manage it and definitely certain ways not to manage it. Now, here's my problem with the article. The article... Here's the thing. They didn't share any footage on this. There's no footage... There's no footage that they show in this article. And... I'm going to... I didn't do... A lot of research on this in terms of different articles, but if ABC News doesn't have this doesn't have this footage, I doubt other places have it. Um, but I'm I'm just curious how like I'm just trying to like what happened. 
So let's let's just take the mom's word for it because we we can't we we don't have for now for now. I don't say let's just believe her. I'm just saying in this scenario, let's just let's just believe her and say that what she saw in the footage was real, or is or I should say is actually true. Okay, so where is that line? Uh, the teacher grabbed her son by his hoodie and slammed his head against the counter in the classroom. Okay, that's pretty serious. Um, you see him at one point, my son's feet lift up off the ground and he is basically being choked. Here's the thing, there's multiple sides to every single story. Multiple sides. We haven't heard from the school. We haven't, they, there's nothing, there's nothing from the school. And that, that's important. That matters. Okay. Here's what, here's what I'm thinking. The school did not, mm, I believe, and this is, I have, I have no evidence of this. This is just me, um, you know, this is me just thinking, okay? This is just me extrapolating. I'm going to assume the teacher indeed did something wrong because what, because what they would do, I mean, this is, this is probably some really bad stuff. It's probably some really bad stuff because the closest thing that I can think of, that I can think about this, the closest thing that I can relate this to would be that incident where that security guard like body slammed that eight year old kid before he got sent outside in the cold. And that was, that was pretty bad. I mean, that guy, I mean, he, like, he threw him down. So that, that, that's kind of what I'm comparing it to. But I mean, getting your head slammed in a counter. Okay. First of all, ow. I don't care who you are. That hurts. That seriously hurts. Um, if this is, if this is, if this just so happens to be true, I mean, this is, this is just really bad. I mean, I would sue, if I'm the parents, I'm suing, first of all, the guy. There's got to be a criminal suit and a civil suit. And then there has to be a criminal and civil suit against the school. And then a criminal and civil suit against the district. Maybe not a criminal against the district, but a civil one against the district. And maybe not a criminal one against the school, just, just a civil. But I, but if I'm the parents, I'm I'm suing all three of these people, all three of these parties, especially especially the guy. If this so happens to be true, and let me say this, I don't even know, I don't even know, I don't even know if it's a guy. I don't, I don't know. It may. Here's the thing, it's probably probably going to be. It's probably going to be a guy. It's it's probably a guy staff member who did this. But I mean, we'll see how this goes. Um yeah. Um I wish there were footage of this. And I wish it, there was like full context because this just it sounds so weird. Like over a juice box like you got like you have to be kidding me. Like what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But but I'm gonna move on and get to this Cardi B 
and Zia Wade um, story. Um, so it's been a little bit since uh, uh, Dwayne Wade's son came out as uh, transgender. Supposedly, he's known for nine years that he was transgender. And, you know, it's just, you know, politically... Obviously, you guys know I'm going to be politically incorrect right now. Um, but, uh... This kid believes that he is uh, a girl. Um, he's not. You know, he's not. Um, he may want to be a girl. He may feel like he's a girl, but that does not make him a girl. You know, just because you feel like something doesn't mean you are that thing. Now, Cardi B came to, um, she came to defend, um, she came to defend, uh, Zia Wade. Um, and I watched her, I watched her, her thing, her video from Instagram Live, and I thought it was interesting because she talked about, you know, let people find, kind of like, you know, let people find their happiness, you know, especially kids, kids need to be comfortable. And she talked about the case of, you know, you know, how can you say that he's too young to transition and stuff like that? Um, but this stuff is just really not good. It's not good because you have, uh, you have Cardi B. No, I won't go from that point of view. You have Zaya saying, okay, I'm a girl. Okay. First of all, I'm just, I'm just going to talk about the ment, the mental aspect of this. Okay. The prefrontal cortex, which is the area where you make decisions. That does not stop forming until you are 25. Mine is still being formed. Okay? So that's huge. So, this kid is, is not even in his... This kid really still has... He still has yet to go through puberty. Okay? So, and pu- puberty is a huge part of this. Puberty is a huge part of this, and this, this just, this just is not good. This is just not good in the least. And Cardi talks about, okay, you know, how young is too young? And I got, I have to say this. This, this is, this is a difficult thing. This, this is a difficult thing. But here, because here's my thing. You do have some parents who, you know, they will raise their kid as the opposite sex. They will do that. Why? Well, you know, maybe because they're just a little bit crazy. And they're trying to be politically correct. They're trying to be woke and stuff like that. Concerning transitioning. First, first of all, I'm going to say this. Being transgender, okay, it's, it's just, you're, you're, you're delusional. 
You think you're one, you think you're one thing, but you're not that thing. You're either male or you're female. That's how it is. A male cannot become a female. A female cannot become a male. If you understand anything about biology, you know. See, here's the thing. The transgender movement is based off feelings. That's what it's based off. It's based off feelings and political correctness. That, that's what it is. It's, there's no science anywhere concerning it. And I think, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. Kids, like kids, are able to transition at a young age. They're able to transition at a young age. But it's like they're not allowed to vote. They're not allowed to drive. They're not allowed to smoke. There are things that are, you know, not nearly as dangerous as, tra- as quote unquote transitioning to the other, to the opposite sex. You're, you're putting, you're putting different chemicals in your body. You're trying to stop your body's natural processes, which is extremely dangerous. But it's amazing how there are doctors who it's like, okay, you know, you're okay, you know, mutilating their genitalia. You're okay with that. But if you ask, if you ask, here's, here's what's so stupid about the transgender movement. <laughs> the the when you let's say let's say I was delusional, okay? And there there are actually people like this. I'm t- I'm not making this stuff up. There are people who are actually like the way I'm going to describe. Let's say I'm delude. Let's say I'm a person, and I think I have an unhealthy left arm, and I want it to be amputated. There is no doctor in America. That would do that. There's no one where I would say, uh, listen, doc, um, can you amputate my left? Can you amputate my arm? Well, what's wrong with it? Well, you know, you know, I, I, I just don't think it's mine. It's, it's not, it's not my arm and I, I want it off. They're going to look at me crazy or they'll, they'll try to be as, you know, nice as possible and just be like, um, Mr. Green, uh, we can't do that. There's nothing wrong with your arm. That's your arm. It's yours. Um, we're not going to, we're not going to chop off healthy tissue. We're not going to do that. N- like, no one's going to do that. But it's like when it comes to your genitalia, it's like, oh, hey, just come on over here. Pick your knife. You know, let me know which one you want me to use. It, 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 like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And the, you know, there's a lot of beef against the gender movement. Cause see, here's the thing. With the sexuality movement, they were pretty much just saying, let us be. Okay. I'm gay. I'm lesbian. I'm bisexual. Just, just leave, just leave us alone. We're, you know, we're normal. We just, we just, we, we like what we like. And we're attracted to what we're attracted to when we have sex with what we have sex with. Just leave us alone. That was their thing. That was the sexuality movement. The gender movement, 
they want the vast majority of people to change for the very few people. That's how it is. They're saying, okay, you adjust to us. It's like, okay. And here's the thing. Transgender people have... And here, here's the thing. Here's how you know the transgender movement is, is a joke. And it's just about political correctness and feelings. Because people that are transgender, they have trouble dating and getting married. Why? Because what happens is when... See, when you make it... See, here's the thing. When you make something personal to someone, they get an entirely new perspective. It's no longer about political correctness. It's no longer about that. Because there are people who are like, there are people who will not date me. Because when I admit to the, when I just go on a date, you know, it's fine. And then there comes a point where I admit that I'm transgender. And that person doesn't want to date me. They ghost me or they just say, oh, you know what? It's just better that we're friends. Because we know and we, at a biological level, we understand that you can't transition. If you're a guy, you can't become a girl. You can't just say, okay, I'm a transgender woman. And the person is, the person is sitting across from you saying, the guy sitting across from the guy is saying, okay, this is, I'm looking at a guy. I'm on a date with a guy. Let me not throw out my food on, on this person. Let me find a way to get out of here quickly. That, and, you know, it's the same for, you know, transgender man, where, where it's two girls on a date. One of the girls says they're, that they're transgender men. The woman, the regular woman is just saying, okay, I'm not a lesbian. I like dudes and you're not a dude. You think you're a dude, but you're not a dude. That's how it is. This, this, this is just not a joke. The, the gender movement wants everybody else to adjust to them. The sexuality movement was not like that. They just said, just let us be. Just, just like, just, just leave us alone. Just don't fire us. You know, let us, you know, don't keep certain jobs away from us. You know, work, just, just let us do our thing. And it's like, all right. Society said, okay. The gender movement is entirely different. It's an entirely different approach. They want everyone else to adjust to them. Okay, you you must date me. You will date me. And it's like, if you don't date, it's like, it's amazing because there are people who, (laughs) they go on these dates and (laughs) it's just, they go on these dates and they get ghosted and it's like, oh, that person is transphobic. No, they just don't, they're just, they're not attracted to the same sex. If I go on a date with a girl and they tell me that they were a transgender woman, I'll be like, oh my God, I'm on a date with a dude. You're, you're, you are a dude or you're, or you're a dudette. You're a guy or you're a girl. You're male or you're female. Transitioning is not a thing. It's not, it's not a thing. You don't just become this other thing just by Okay, well, we get rid of that. We add this, uh, multiply that, divide that, and bang! What do you know? Congratulations, you transition. It's not a thing. It's not real. And it's just, it's just not good. It isn't good. So I think it's dangerous. You know, here's the thing. 
you guys, obviously I've made it clear that transgender, transgenderism is not good, that it's evil, and it's, it's really an abomination against God, because you're saying, because he made us, and you're saying, I'm the opposite of what you've made me. No, you're not, okay? But it's like this. If you are going to transition, I, here's the thing. You need to be an adult. It cannot be the parents who say, um, okay, they are, they are, they are, they are, you know, they're a trans, you know, they're a guy, but we're going to raise them as a girl and we're going to make them transition to a girl. I believe if, if society is going to have this, if they if it's going to have this, and I don't think it's going away because society is just getting, is getting worse. And I don't think that transgenderism is going anywhere. Um, it's got to be like this. You need to be an adult. You need to be an adult. Whatever the whatever the age of consent is, that's the earliest you can transition. Personally, I believe I would like it to be 25 because that's when your prefrontal cortex is done developing. Mine is still developing. I'm 21. My sister, she's not yet 25. She's hers is still forming. I really, if it were up to me, if it were up to me, if it were up to, totally up to me, I would say, okay, yeah, no, like, there's no such thing, and no one's transitioning, but I would say, okay, but I'd say, okay, obviously, obviously, it's not up to me, but I think society, society, if we are going to have this, it needs to be the, the individual's choice, and it has to be From age of, at the very minimum, they have to be the age of consent. And it has to be their choice. That's what I would say. It's not up to, it's not up to parents or friends or guardians. No. Like these are, these are very, I want you guys to research, like how, how people quote unquote transition. I want you guys to look that stuff up and so that way you can understand what is really happening to these individuals' bodies when they when they quote unquote transition. It's horrible. It's like you're doing what to yourself? You're you're allowing people to do this to you? And there are many, many people, they transition. And they think it's going to make them feel better, but really, it makes them feel worse. Because they are indeed worse. And they're like, man, that was really not a good idea. See, when, see, here's the thing. Never make a decision when you're emotional. Don't do it. Don't make a decision when you're emotional. You're either a guy or you're a girl. It's that simple. And let's say you don't believe that science. Okay. There's, there's no way. You're, I'm struggling to find words right now because this is so simple. It's so fundamentally, biologically simple. There's XX and there's XY. 
Those are those are your only choices. You can't switch XY to XX. See, people think, oh, let's just change, let's just change the outside. Let's do some things to the inside where you can't change things on a on a on a cellular basis. Ah, I just this it's so simple. It's so simple. Basing the movement off feelings is bad and it's wrong. Fe- you feelings you will feel different throughout the day. I mean, think about it. How many times do your emotions change throughout the day? This just it's it's not good. And Cardi B was saying, you know, try to understand them. Okay. Un, like, like understand what that they're that they're mentally ill, that they're that they're sick, and that they're confused. Like you just have, you have to understand at a scientific level. At a scientific level, it doesn't work. It like it doesn't work. Your your thought process, your belief, your feelings about your gender. It it doesn't it doesn't work that you can just that you can just change it. As I say this all the time, there are many things that you can choose in this life. You can choose who you have sex with. You can choose who you marry. You can choose what television program you want to watch. You can choose what to eat in the morning. You can choose where you live. You can choose where you go to school. There are certain things you cannot choose. Your gender is one of them. It's not about how you feel about this. Again, I'm going to share the story. I was in the hospital. I was under very heavy medication. There were things that I believed happened, but they didn't happen. There were nurses and doctors that said, yeah, that didn't happen. You just, you know, you're under heavy medication. That's one of the side effects. You know, these are very strong opioids that you're on. So, and, you know, also you have stuff that's going through your veins, which is really serious stuff. So, you know, this is just a side effect, okay? Some of the things that you're seeing aren't really happening. God, I, I just, it's, it's sad. And I hate, I hate the stories that I see of transgenders, transgender people coming out and saying, I made a mistake. It's too late. You, you can't recover. You can't, you can't go back to the way you were before. You've already done enough damage to your body. You you've already done enough. You can call this politically in- incorrect. I don't, I I I don't care. I don't care. But again, I'm going to make it personal. If you were on a date or you were married to someone and you let's say you found out they they come to you and, and let's say it's a first date. Well, let's no. Let's say it's not a first date. Let's say you have an established relationship with this person, and they're your boyfriend or girlfriend, fiance, husband or wife. And they say, um, "Babe, there's something I, I haven't told you." And you say, "Okay, you know, wh- you know what's going on." And they say, um, "I'm transgender." What would you do? Because immediately you think about everything that you've done with this person. I'm telling you, 
you 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 can keep acting and faking you know you can try being woke you can try being you know you know just you know you can try being oh god it it, it it's just frustrating to me it's frustrating to me you're you're you you're male or you're female that's it you, i mean the it, this is such a basic concept. It's such a basic concept. You can't just be anything you want. You can't, you, you can't do it. That's just, that's just how it works. Now, you may not like it. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. The rule in nature is reproduction. That lets you know that there's, that there's only two options. You need a male and a female to reproduce. You can't have two females. You can't have two males. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Ah, God. I mean, it, like these people, like I, I, I have this belief. These people that are transgender and these people who, these people who support the transgenderism movement are either trying to be just extremely woke. Or they just, they're trying to go with the trend. And, or, you know, there you know, or they're just really ignorant in terms of bio, in, 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 in the area of biology. And just totally fell and just missed the whole part about, you know, sex and, you know, cells and all that, you know, chromosomes. They just totally just missed that part. Any science, any science teacher, any science teacher, you put, you talk to them in private. No electronics in the room. I believe they will tell you there's no possible way. It doesn't work. It doesn't happen. It can't, it can't be done. That's not how the body works. That's not how cells work. This, this, it's, this transgender movement is evil. It's evil. I mean, just think about it, folks. You can go. You can't go to a doctor. I've 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 mentioned this guy before. There's this guy who he believes that he walks around normally, and then when he gets to his house, he pretends to be. He pretends to be. He pretends to be um, handicapped. He pretends that one of his legs isn't his, and he pretends that he's an amputee. What in the, what in the, what in the actual world? And he, he tries to go to doctors to get them to cut off his leg because he thinks that leg is not his. No doctor will do it. Why? Because it's unethical. It's like, dude, that's your leg. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with you. But with this transgender, with this transgender movement, it's like, oh yeah, just just go lie down on the table. We're gonna, you know, inject you with some stuff. You know, we're gonna do what we need to do, and then we're gonna chop you up. My God, I mean, no. It's it's an evil movement. I'm t- I'm telling you this, this this is only it's only gonna get worse. It's only gonna get worse, and 
I don't like saying that, but it's it's biblical. The world will wax worse. And and it's it's happening. In many areas we're getting better. I've 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 said that. Literacy rates are up. Poverty is down. Uh disease is down. Um you know, there are a lot of things that are that are getting better in the world, but overall the world is getting worse. That's just that's just how it is. And I man, if if you're listening to this and you're transgender, if your feelings got hurt, that's 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 really too bad. Um, but it's it's the truth. And the tr- the truth can hurt. But if you're listening to this and you are you are contem let's say you're contemplating, you're one of the few people who is contemplating transitioning. I just just think about your decision. Think about think about what you're doing to your body. Research what happens. Research what you have to go through in order to quote unquote transition. You're not going to feel better. Studies have shown that. People transition and they they say, you know what, I don't feel any more fulfilled. In fact, they feel, at, at best they feel the same. At the very best they feel the same. But usually they feel worse. There is no fulfillment because you're going, you're going against, you're going against what God made you to be. He made you a man or he made you a woman. That's what you are. And to go against that, you, I promise you, you're going to feel worse because what God has for us is the, is the best possible thing that we have. That's, that's the best possible outcome we can have in our life. If we go the very, if that's, if his way is north, and we go south, it, it's the opposite. So it's the, it's one of the worst, it's the worst thing that could happen to us. You're, you're not going to feel good. You're going to be miserable. You're going to have a lot of regret. You're going to want to kill yourself. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not joking in that area. Like there, like there are people who transition, they transition and they want to kill themselves because they're like, what have I done? I think there's going to be many people later on and they're just going to be saying, look, they're gonna they're gonna be mad at older folks. They're gonna be like, "How did you let us?" They're gonna blame the older generation. They're gonna say, "How come you let me do this to myself? How did you let us do this to ourselves?" I didn't really know what I was doing back then, and now it's too late for me. Just think about what you're doing before you do it. I mean this this is this this will this will affect the rest of this will affect your life. This, this will affect the rest of your life, your life, and it'll branch out into all other areas of your life. How you'll be treated, how you'll be seen. If you have a medical emergency, things are complicated because it's like, wait a minute, well, this is a guy, but he wants to be a girl, but we've got to treat this person. It, it, you complicate everything. You make your life so much harder. Don't do it, I'm telling you. If you are thinking about transitioning, don't do it. Do some research. Read some stories. These people don't feel satisfied. They feel bad. They have regret. That's 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 just the truth. Especially if you're young. And parents, hey, look, look. 
you if your child if your child comes home one day and they're a boy and they say mommy I want to be a girl daddy I want to be a girl or vice versa your your daughter comes home and she says mommy I want to be a boy daddy how do I become a boy you need to teach your kids science like because we all understand, forget you can you can I understand not everyone is quote unquote religious. I'll just use that word. That's not word that that's not a word that I would use, but we but we do understand science. So you can teach them at a scientific level that they cannot be what they are not. Your little girl can't become a boy. Your little boy can't become a little girl. And you just teach them that. And it may be hard, they may cry, but it's it's the truth. And you are doing them a huge favor by telling them these things. This stuff really matters. Your quality of life decreases when you transition. Or you try to be something that you're not because because that's not who you are. You're trying to be something that you're not. And whenever you try to be something that you're not, you will live a life of confusion, lack of fulfillment, and life full of regret.